Hi, everybody. Welcome to another movie episode of Game My Mom's House. I am Mike Overton, and I'm quiet. A little too quiet. Damn it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Michael K. Hughes. A little too Michael K. Hughes. <laughs> and representing the Foot Clan, Red Fox. <laughs> I told my brother we were watching this. I'm like, that has to be my opening line. Like, there's there's no other line. <laughs> and then that's going to my... have to be the one. You did too. One of my favorite lines in the movie. Just so the, oh, rat. it's the best joke in all of rat. best joke in all of cinema. It's so great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't have the last part. Look, it's Ralph. A little, yeah, a little too Ralph. The Ralph. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen turtles before. You know, I only grew up with turtles. I got no idea what it is. Well, when you say Ralph, it makes me wonder. <laughs> Ralph, yeah. I didn't have turtle bed sheets on my bed that are probably still on my old bed. No, not at all. That's in my parents' house. I got a Ninja Turtles pillow on my couch right now. You know, I actually don't have anything Turtles in my house, surprisingly, yet. I know, it's weird. I don't do either. I think we have a Ralph Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what? Absolutely. Run with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think we have a Raph pop vinyl that my wife got through, like, a blind box or something. Well, you don't, don't want to see my house, and I have, like, everything, especially Are they Ralph. still under the sheet? Huh? Are they still under the sheet, the hidden, on the table? Uh, no, no, I've move some things around okay and mike since this was your idea why don't you tell introduce what we're talking about uh, we were talking about teenage maintenance turtles 2 the secret of the ooze from 1991 turned 30 years old just recently yeah. well maybe yeah. not when you hear this but when we recorded this recently like a week and a half ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> made me feel old <laughs> oh yeah not a fan <laughs> and this was from the indie studio at the time new line cinema the indie studio. <laughs> well, they were an indie studio at the time, though. Like, at least in the first yeah. movie, they were. They weren't a big studio. I think this might be the movie that I most attribute to seeing that logo of theirs play out. Like, oh, it's Turtles 2. Yeah, because they made a lot of money with the first one. This one probably made a lot of money, too, I'm assuming. More than likely. Enough that we got a third one. Mm. Yeah, I believe it did. I mean, and they, they toned it down to make it more kid-friendly, too. Oh, so. yeah. I told that to my wife right before we started watching this, or when we started watching the movie. She's like, "You just made the movie. You, she's like, you just ruined it for me because she, I just didn't you know, notice that before. She hadn't seen it in years, but yeah. Oh god, they tuned it down. Yeah, it's, I'm like, they don't use their weapons that much. Look for that, <laughs> and they don't. Shit, yeah. even in the first one, it was limited. So this one was even worse. Like I, as I was watching, I was like, man, it's like all hand to hand. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not. They don't have the Foot Clan swinging axes at the turtles where they're rolling around. That's for sure. Other than Raph catching pizza, or Ralph, I'm sorry, <laughs> catching pizza with his thigh, like he didn't use him the rest of the movie, I don't, I don't think. Uh, no, he does hold him upside down and hit somebody with uh, the blunt part, because that's how you use a thigh, right? The he opening with- scene, yeah, yeah. He, he hands, Leonardo hands his swords to the, the goon he's fighting. Like, here, hold these. <laughs> Doesn't he throw them up to the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like. He throws him him on Toka and Razor or anything. Don- or? Donatello swings his bow staff at Toka, and that's that's it. And hurts himself. I don't. He uses it, I think, one other time, and he's kind of badass with it too when he's swinging that thing around. I don't think we see Michelangelo's nunchucks at all in this movie. Do you? Do you? When April has them by accident to show that she. Oh, can yep, chuck yeah, correct. Yeah, that is correct. Them. She's been practicing her chucking. Yes, yeah, she's no longer chucking. <laughs> yes. He has his combat cold cuts, and that's that's pretty much all yeah, we see that's, him. That's as close as we're getting on that <laughs> one. It, I mean, there's also a lot of parts with, where Donatello's staff isn't even on his back in the in the in the action scene. It's just not there at all. It's probably hard to run with, especially in those suits. Or do any rolling, or you name it. <laughs> I just had forgotten how like kid friendly they made this movie compared yeah, to the first one. That's pretty brutal. 
you, you can imagine. I mean, besides the studio requesting it, like what kind of parent parental like complaints oh, yeah. they had to deal with from the first one. I think that was the big deciding factor is because they got so many complaints and money. Oh yeah, money helps. Yeah, <laughs> but well, I mean, I it worked I... though. I mean, I think this is one of the first movies I actually saw in the theaters as a kid. It's my <laughs> my earliest memory being in theaters watching this movie. I don't know. I know my mom took me to the first one when I was like two and a half or three. For some reason. I don't know why she took a two and a half year old to the theater, but hey, you know. Right. That today, I'm like, know everybody else, probably. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? I was a perfect child, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Mike, did you see this in theaters? Uh, I'm pretty sure I do. I don't have a whole lot of memories of what I saw. I know we saw the third one in the drive-in, but... I, I would imagine we saw this in theaters because my brother and I were huge into the cartoon and we had an unhealthy amount of the toys. Like you pull up one of those. Here's a hundred Ninja Turtle figures that you forgot about. And like, yeah, we had that and that and that and that. <laughs> it's like we were very spoiled as children. I had a ton of we them. Had, we had the one that the sewer thing that shut the pizza deals out. Yeah, I had that too. Oh, the van. I don't think it was a van. No, there there were uh, actual like the turtles had some like um, like built mechanism thing around them. Like in front of them would be like a pizza launcher. Launcher. Oh, I think that's what he's talking about. Okay, this is why we have you on here. <laughs> <laughs> you put the like pizza in their back when it pops out the front. That's uh, right. Here's a remake of it for the 2003 show, but it's not the same one. Seward lid launcher, but they had actual like pizza decals on them on the the 80s one. <laughs> That's what I, everyone's here for. Forget the movie. We want to talk about, about turtle toys and what we had. <laughs> so I was a little, I was a little surprised with this movie. Like I, I, I remembered more than I thought I would, and I was laughing more than I thought I would at the at the dumb movie. But it's still funny as hell. Oh yeah, it's like people can crap on it for it being toned down and more kid friendly, but I think it makes it a more fun movie than the first one. Yeah, I, I have no recollection of the first one. <laughs> I mean, I watched it a year ago for the show, or more than a year ago at this point, but I just don't really remember it. I just, like, this one doesn't, I want to say this one starts off with, like, with the, everyone's eating pizza. That's what I wrote down in my notes. Everybody's eating pizza. Like, in the first part, you just some random guy in the street eating pizza. Everybody is. And there was quasi-Ghostbusters music going on. Uh Like, that New Jack Swing kind of feel to it. That's just how it is in New York. Everyone lives solely on pizza. And And New Jack Swing. <laughs> it did remind. It did have that Ghostbusters feel, though. Too. You are right. I didn't really think about that, but now that you mention it, it kind of did. I thought yeah, Ghostbusters reminded me of it when it showed the logo and like the secret of the ooze is all green, and then it kind of like melts away. I'm like, that is a very late '80s special effect. Very Ghostbusters in '91. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still like I don't know. Like, and then you in- so the kid that the pizza delivery boy is he somebody who was a turtle? Yeah, that's what Ernie Reyes Jr., who mm-hmm. I, he might have, I think he was in the Leonardo suit in the first movie. And I think he actually uh, doubled up in the suits in this one, too. Okay. I think he's, he's, I thought he actually was somebody like, you know, he was in this movie for more than that, just that one reason. Yeah, he was a, a suit actor, and they made the second one like, hey, man, you actually want to, like, talk? And then they let him. And <laughs> they let him. <laughs> and then uh, two years later, he went on to be in another ninja movie, Surf Ninjas. Yeah, I was hoping you didn't bring that up. Oh, man, I love that movie. <laughs> That's another one my yeah. brother and I watched as kids just like nonstop. It's it's still something we quote to this day. So Ernie Reyes 
Jr. way later on. I didn't even know it was him, but he played in that uh, one of the movies with The Rock. I don't know if it was Rundown or, or whatever that was. Like wherever, the Rundown. One, was it huh. Rundown? Yeah, he was in there. Obviously much older, no hair, still in <laughs> great physical shape. But uh, it's pretty cool to see him again in this. He does a good job though in this movie. Like even though his whole like premise, like the whole beginning of him being delivery boy. I mean, it was I was laughing to the part when he's like, "Hey, which one of you girls want to come with me on the scooter?" And they're like, "None of them do." And he's like, "Well, you're fat anyway." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'll then, do something a little thinner. Nineteen ninety one fat shaming, love it. Yeah, no shame. that line in there? Oh yeah, that, no that wouldn't pass these these days. No. Oh no. It was stupid. It made me laugh. And I'm just like, wow, I wasn't expecting this in my Turtles movie. From M- that was M- a great way to start it off, for sure. But, <laughs> but it's so funny. That great line that he has. He goes into going past that alley and just putting the pieces together with vans and, TV, uh, and TVs and just happens to go in there to stop a crime. I, I thought it was very bra- bad. He's a very old stealing VCRs, you know? Mm-hmm. DVD player. Right. Later on. theme like, in the Turtles movies. That happens in the first one, too. Those guys were taking their damn time. He could have, like, went to a payphone, went back to the pizza place, called the cops, or just let the Turtles do what they do or something. I mean, it, <laughs> he did not have to get involved in that. <laughs> well, he's also, who was he delivering the pizzas to? April. Was it the Turtles? Oh, so it was yeah. the Turtles. Yeah, because he says that she should be buying it wholesale as often as she orders it. Yeah. Okay, and then that's when he ends up going to the, the, depart- the toy, toy store right across the street. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was amusing how there's a toy store right across the street. And, you know, I think I remember this. Like, I, I had memories of this part as a kid because this is one of those scenes that always sticks with you. So, like, them being at a toy store and them fighting these stupid guys that are wearing pantyhose on their face. <laughs> so bad. I mean, was that a 90s thing where we just had to, like, I don't think anyone actually ever that really committed crime to ever wear pantyhose over their head? I'm pretty sure not. It's, it's, it has happened. But, I mean, for, you know, common in movies at the time, maybe not as oh, much. Yeah. It, it looked really stupid on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a way to like reuse the same stunt doubles, or the stunt guys over and over again without you being able to tell it's them. One guy takes off his pantyhose so he can look at the other, look at Kino. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he's like, hey, look, someone's trying to bust us for a crime. We better take off our masks and look at him closer. What are you, night security? Like, <laughs> didn't get <laughs> pizza delivery. Yes. Night security often wears pizza jackets and, you know, fries pizza. <laughs> but he studies martial arts. He does kick ass, though, at first. No, yeah, he's a, he's you know being a legit martial artist. It looked pretty good, whatever he was doing. Yeah, the one time in the movie, he's allowed to do that. <laughs> well, that and then in the uh, Foot Clan initiation, which we'll we'll get well, to. Oh yeah, there was that. I I did enjoy like I, I like how he beats up the like what four or five guys, and all of a sudden like ten more guys come out of nowhere. Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. dozens of these goons. Like, okay, we're all gonna cram in these two vans with all this stuff. So. Don't fill up on combat cold cuts. You have that many goons. Why aren't you loading the trucks faster? <laughs> yeah, those guys are taking their time. That's what I said. Like, this guy could have went into a payphone or back to the, the shop and called the cops. And like, you also think, wouldn't they want to, like, maybe close the doors of your van next time when you're robbing somebody? Like, hey, we're going to shut the door so someone walks by, they don't see these vans full of stuff. Yeah, because right. when Kino sees it, he's, like, on the sidewalk, on, on the side of the street, and he just looks into this alley and sees these vans here. It's like, anyone walking by would see that shit. But also, why are they robbing a toy store? Apparently, that's where they have all the TVs and everything else. <laughs> I was thinking about that just now. Like, wait, they got it's... TV stuff in the vans, I'm pretty sure, or boxes of stuff, but they're in a toy store. It seems you know, like I, it's I, mostly a mall because Michelangelo is at some kind of food stall when he gets the hmm. the Slim oh, Jims. Okay. Those are 19-inch TVs, too, so nothing to brag about. 
heavy ass. He's not the one that had 19 guys. I think it just focuses on the toy store with Donatello and Michelangelo's little bits coming up. Okay, the toy store was, it's still funny. Like, as dumb as a scene as it kind of is, like, you know, in 2021, it's still hilarious to watch them fight with toys. Oh, yeah. The, the whole one using the yo-yo. Get the yo-yo. Look at the yo-yo. Now around the world. I'm just like, ah, so stupid. Ah, like, so, like, I was telling my wife, like, yeah, they really toned down the violence in this. They don't use their weapons. And then he pulls out the yo-yo, I'm said, but that is completely imitatable. Like, I'm kind of surprised they got away with it. <laughs> right. I'm sure I did that after seeing this movie, just spinning a yo-yo around. Uh, it's one yeah, of those... it, That really set the tone for the entire movie. You you, you know what you're getting into after mm-hmm. that. Donatello being a bouncy clown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's just sitting there going back and forth, and he punches the guy or something like uh, he grabs the uh, the foam thing. He's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like, It's so stupid. I love it. I was surprised how funny it is still. You know, I'm not always into dumb humor, but this was actually like this was good dumb humor. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty great. Like, I think then they, then they tell Kino, go get the you know go call the police, and everyone just hang, they every, they just leave everybody. Then they have some guy hanging on the ceiling for some reason. Yeah, Raph's like, we'll start tying him up, and then Kino comes back, and they're all just in a pile. I'm like they didn't even tie anyone up. I mean, do you get knocked out that easily too when you get hit with a yo-yo? I don't think that's how it works. Tough yo-yo. <laughs> but it was funny. Did this it's a yo-yo used by a mutated ninja, so <laughs> plus like twenty <laughs> damage or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I do like how this is also, you know, a better origin story in a way because this is all because this whole you know movie all wraps into their origin with the TC. Is it what TCRI? TGRI in this. I want to ask. TCRI in the comments. Yeah, I want to ask Rich why they changed it to TCRI. Because so, th- this I, was I think my it was first just for the movie. It, okay. They 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 don't do that anywhere else other than this movie. And I think the newer movies they go back to TGRI just as like homage or, or something along those lines. Gotcha. Otherwise, comics TCRI. Okay. I think the the newer well the Nickelodeon cartoon also switched back to TCRI. Mm-hmm. Techno Cosmic Research Institute. There you go. You should follow the comics more than following some odd movie. Yeah, well. And it just, it was, and I mean, I thought they did a good job, like, with April, too. Like, they give April a lot of, I also didn't realize at first that it's a new actress. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I'm like, that doesn't, I'm like, that's not the same actress. I think, I think Tiff had said something about it. I wouldn't have noticed, yeah, Tiff says, I wouldn't notice it otherwise, because I just wasn't paying enough attention, I guess, for character. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was surprised they changed the actress. I guess Judas, when we were Googling Judas Hogg was hard to work with or something, we were worried until they recast her instead. Yeah. This, this one's pretty, so I'll allow it. I mean, yeah, yeah, she's, she's pretty close she's to looking overall. I, I wouldn't have noticed if it wasn't for internet. No, she's well, the, the same other one, one that comes was, back for three. The, in, in the first one, Judith was more of a ginger, though. <laughs> yeah. She had the, the raincoat, though, the yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Just totally practical to wear in your daily life. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked her in this movie. I, I like the way that they use her. I like the whole, like the whole TCR. Is it T- yeah, TGRI. TGRI. <laughs> up the whole chemical spill, and they find giant dandelions. That was funny, stupid, but really funny to me for some yeah, reason. Even as a kid, I was like, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, gotta move the plot along. I actually got a kick out of it this time. As an adult, I thought it was hilarious that they had giant dandelions. The guy, any guy breaks one off, he's like, we can't let anybody see this as he goes and runs off with it. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, maybe you, I mean, I thought at first they were going to just destroy him and burn him, you know, hide the evidence. No, his, his version was take one and run. 
We can't let anyone see this. Everyone, look at this! With uh, news cameras all around. And... <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. Like, one guy makes a, makes a comment, too, and he's like, why'd you invite the media? Well, the best place to hide is in plain sight. Yeah, okay. One of the few logical things in this movie. We also need to involve April, so here she is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> gotta, gotta get the plot moving. Oh, and so I didn't realize this before until this most recent watch of the movie. This is only like what, a couple of days or a week after the first movie? It, I yeah, think it's, it's implied that it takes place after. like right after. Yeah, like almost days. Like, okay. Shredder's going to the dump after being in the, uh, the um, well, they, garbage truck. They show the foot clan running back like they had just left where they all were. Yeah, so like, I, and Tatu's pissed off breaking stuff because of what just happened. Yeah, so I felt like it was that same night. Wow. It could be. That's and a lot tur- of absolute after a while. are like, good thing we saw you from the roof. Like, I don't know. So they, yeah. they didn't get any break after the first movie yeah, at all. Right. Even though they're having fun and doing dumb stuff in the apartment, they, they, they almost got no break at all. The apartment scenes are, are funny. Yeah, and I, not- I like how they add, even though like it's kind of childish, it was actually really hilarious to see them in the apartment with April, like, you know, trying to clean... At one point, just being, you know, kind of being stupid in her apartment. Like, it was like doing the flips. Like, oh, four flips for you, Raphael. Like, that stuff was funny. To this day, whenever I'm counting something, I still count it like Michelangelo. One, two. (laughs) I do it at work all the time. It was was just, I'm going to keep saying it, but it was just funny. What's not funny is the way they carry the pizza boxes. There's no excuse for that. Like, I know it's an empty prop for prop's sake, but... You don't carry pizza boxes sideways. <laughs> I think like, my, like my wife said, it's sacrilegious. You can't do that. They do eat enough pizza. <laughs> I agree. Putting pizza boxes sideways is yeah, you're a horrific gonna have, sign. You're going to have a pile of pizza on one end of that box. Yeah. I was really surprised that the professor was not Baxter Stockman. Like they didn't even go down that road. Oh, at all. I, I don't know why they didn't. They could have easily done that. Well, he had to be a, a good guy. I yeah. guess. I mean... It's not really a good guy. It's more so. <laughs> Professor Jordan Perry. Yeah, it's so, just odd that he did. Who doesn't change his clothes at all during this whole movie. <laughs> he's in ice, the Vanilla Ice uh, concert in his lab coat. His closet's just like Dexter from Dexter's Lab, where he's just got nothing but lab <laughs> coats hanging up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in this movie a lot, too. A lot more than I expected. He shows up all the time. Yeah, he's he's the exposition fairy. He's just here to to, to move the plot. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. This, not I don't, wrong at all. Most of this movie, I don't think would take place if he wasn't in it. No, because like you have the whole after you see the scene that when you find out about the ooze, and the only reason that Shredder finds out about the ooze is because one of his henchmen who just got the job at working for <laughs> April runs off and takes a big giant sunflower home. Yeah, the dandelion. He's, he's in two scenes. <laughs> Frankie is his name. Like first day of the job, and I'm like, well, he's he, I'm like he's Foot Clan. <laughs> oh, another thing that that made me laugh that I I never thought of before when when Shredder first gets back to the to the new base in the junkyard, he takes his helmet and he puts his helmet on a grinder and sharpens it. So I was like, wow, really? Like that that that's okay. I did want to talk about Shredder. So after Casey Jones attempts to murder him by crushing him in a tr- garbage truck compactor. Oops. Yeah, yeah, that's straight up first degree <laughs> murder, but. <laughs> the only thing he gets is like his face is a little scarred. Apparently, we don't see it. One of the Foot Clan just says his face, and that, that's that's it. That's all. That's that. it. And they never showed it. I mean, you can 
vaguely see it, you know, through the, his face mask, but that's it. And that's not enough. So yeah, yeah you they, get uh, get crushed in a compactor. It just kind of scratches up your face a little bit. Yeah. He would have been dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. He makes it all the way to the dump. But yeah, just your face. Don't worry about it. Did you notice how they changed up his outfit to match the cartoon a little more? That makes in the sense. first one, he had the more reddish burgundy kind of outfit that matched the, the 80s comics. But in this one, it changed to the purple to match the cartoon. Oh, I didn't notice that. I know I didn't think about it. I should say I like his costume in this. He yeah, was most a wasn't as threatening as a number one. Not at all. He he is more cartoonish in here and closer to the the cartoon yeah. in general. A whole lot in this movie. He just kind of threatened like we need to go get that ooze, and he never fights. <laughs> Doesn't I mean fight. not he, not even at the end. You know, he fights wood. So it's been a while since I've seen the first movie. Is his voice very Darth Vader in that one too? Because the man, did they tone up the Darth Vader? If not, it sort of is in the first one too. He's, he's very reverby as he talks. Yeah, it just sounds more like he's underwater in this one <laughs> than the first one. <laughs> like I mean, he moved the plot forward. That really felt like his only real purpose is to tell people where to go. I I, I wish he just had more of a dominant role in this one like he he was a pure badass in that first one over yeah. to a cartoonish character in this one he's barely in he's not even in this movie that much because you see him a few times here and there kind of directing things i mean <laughs> biggest scene is the whole thing with the infants right and i mean even when uh they're like in the um the turtles like infiltrate the junkyard he's just standing there literally like, uh, higher than the foot soldiers just watching <laughs> stuff happen he's not doing a damn thing <laughs> Well, he's got Baby Toka and Baby Razor for that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the whole plot line of this movie is to get the mute, is for them to get the mutagen in order to make their own version of the turtles. Mm-hmm. Freak versus freak, as he puts it. And then he's like, "You guys, so they they were sent to go find the two most vicious animals they can find, <laughs> and they found a dog and a, a wolf and a snapping turtle." I mean, could have got a alligator, you know. I mean, you would have had to maybe import that, though. I guess a rhino and a warthog. Yeah, that too. That was my wife's big question. She's like, why didn't they just use Bebop and Rocksteady? And I'm like, well, given the way that these models look, I don't think they could have pulled off Bebop or Rocksteady because yeah. they look kind of horrendous. Especially I bet the real reason, are Toys. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. New toy. That's, yeah, that's a good point. That's probably the only reason we got Razor and Tokra because New Toys. Or Toka. Yeah. Whatever the hell his name is. Toka, yeah. I, yeah, I, had, I had their toys. I did too. I actually have the new ones that NECA came out with last year. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I've, I'm pretty sure they're probably still in my in my parents' somewhere house. But yeah, I mean, that's all because I know Tiff had asked me, like, why isn't there Bebop Rock, Rock thing? I just, my whole, like I just said, my whole reply was toys. Gotta sell. It's the only thing that really makes sense besides not being able to pull something off like that. I mean, oh, they yeah. had to use animatronics and suits and stuff. Like, I, now they do it with CG, but I mean, yeah, I don't think they would have pulled it off too good. Probably wouldn't look good. Plus, we needed more bosses for the beat 'em up games. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I the ten. What's the other guy's name? Ten, not Tengu. Tetsu. Tetsu. Talk about sure. the hu- the bald human guy. Yes, Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Okay, the guy that murders people in the first movie is not in this one. Yeah, you're okay, right? You just killed him, but he's okay. All right. He's in Hyperstone Heist. Mm-hmm. He explodes when you beat him, like like old people do. <laughs> I also was. When they go to like when they go to TGRI in this or TGRI in this movie, and they Ralph. that that part, oh, seeing the old seeing the computers, it's all old. And oh, I'm like, uh, yeah, 
shit's it's idea. a bit hard to watch. And it's moving without him pressing any buttons. And, and the, it did make me laugh with the whole ooze where everything is disposed of one canister. And like, how are you even disposing it? He puts it on a thing and just empties it. I'm like, that's what I asked my wife. I'm like, where does that go? She's like, you see where it goes. I'm like, no, you see it go through the tube, but where does it end up? It's it. just in another container somewhere. Yeah, can't they just go get that? Like, why do they have to get this one thing he didn't empty? Like, I don't get that. So I got a question, though. So if they use that ooze, and it looked like they used a lot for to create Token Rezar, why did Shredder have a full canister at the end of the movie? <laughs> yep. And that is that, too. <laughs> and then a little vial of it, too, not to mention. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't catch that, but you're right, because, like, when you see, when when, he, when they put the token razor in, in, like, the cell, in the little cage they're making, like, he has a whole two, pour, he just poured it in there. <laughs> they only have one canister, it can't be that much. Can't change the prop. Yeah. You probably don't need a whole lot, because when, when the turtles, I mean, they were just babies that got, you know, stepped in it, essentially. Yeah. Right, I, I would, I mean, traditionally, I think it's, like, it's just as long as you come in contact with it, yeah. you're able to mutate and change, but I don't know. It seemed like he used a hell of a lot of it. Also, the most unbelievable part of this entire movie, if a company like that had something as a miracle girl, they wouldn't be destroying it. They'd be selling it oh, to somebody. Sure. You could make a fortune in the diet racket. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it would have went somewhere. Like, I don't know. I, I, again, I'm just nitpicking, but it was, I thought of that. Like, you know what? I, I don't. This is unbelievable right here. I'm, I'm okay with the turtles, but this part, unbelievable. The company wouldn't want to make money off this. <laughs> That's what I thought of. It was, and that and that right there is the most unrealistic portion of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny though when they when they show up and they they're holding the canister and they're playing they're playing football with the canister, throwing it back and forth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that that's something else that bothered me too. Why did Tatsu come back <laughs> just to show him the canister, like hold it up, like hey, look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got it over here. This is what you want. Go find me. Like they they were already gone. Like they could have went back to the base with Shredder and just been done with it. But no, they came back like hey. Like what we got. I wouldn't say they want to get revenge, but they don't really get revenge. They just show them what they just show them the MacGuffin. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and isn't vanish? Leo sticks his swords in the ceiling. I he think. does it at some point, like jumps up and holds on to him. Slice him with your sword. But was that the TGRI fight? I thought. Did that? I thought that I, was uh, at the beginning when the. Was, the toy I just did it at some point. It was and I, and I laughed. And, like, even when Donatello has his staff throughout this movie, there's time where he just blocks their weapon and let them hit, them hit each other in the face. He doesn't hit them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm just like, wow. Okay. So if you're going to use weapons, make sure they hurt themselves with them. <laughs> you don't be the See, one to cause it. See, kids, this is why you don't swing weapons. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, there's there's some odd choices in this movie. But yeah, well, it's, it's fine. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. I laugh really hard at this movie. I wasn't bored. You know what? I enjoyed this movie more than Justice League that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> was that? It's still enjoyable. And I thought that that was something that really surprised me throughout this movie. How much fun I was having. And I really, really laughed at the joke. Because when, when we were talking about Toker Razor, and I, I, I want to go back to that. Like when they first pop up the thing, and he's like, I, you know, he wants monsters. He's like, I'm going to fight you, and we'll see how strong you are. And they're like, Mama? Mama? <laughs> he did, like what? They they turn the word master into mama. Oh yeah, because he's like I'm your master. I never thought about that. That's why they say mama. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because that's uh, even... how. I, yeah. Because there, there's no way like they haven't really even heard words before that or tried to speak them. So they, yeah, they just changed master into mama. So funny though. Uh, and he's like he's like they're infants, and then I think they're banging each other in the head with like a pipe or something. They're like, well, stupid infants. <laughs> And Shredder wants to kill him directly after this. Like, I can't take this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like murder. 
Yeah, he says, uh, Dr. Uh, Jordan Perry says, well, they're living creatures. And Shredder's like, not for long. Damn, yeah. that's pretty dark for this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he pretty much tells Tatsu, like, hey, let's just take them all back and, you know, do what you gotta do. <laughs> Give him the old, the old, old yeller bit. Yeah. That, it's kind of... That's that's probably one of the darkest parts of the whole movie. Like he wants to murder him right then and there. <laughs> She's done with him because they won't yes. do what he wants. No, yeah, we'll, we'll try again with the, with mean, the other still... full canister of ooze that we procured somehow. They're still useful. I mean, they do a lot in this movie for them. Like, well, kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, it could have turned out, you know, differently too because uh, the professor was stating like, "Hey, we're going too fast on this. They need more time." And they're like, no, cut it off. I, like, I want to see where they're at right now. So Shredder himself caused the failed experiment. Oh, well, we find out later, too, that Professor, uh, he sabotaged it. Oh, did he? Yeah. I mean, he makes it smart. Smart. Yeah, there's some line where he makes him in- intellectually inferior, as he puts it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I just, oh, did, does he say that in the subway? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When they're, they're trying to come up with the anti-mutagen stuff. Okay, those, that part. <laughs> And is this around the time, I think, when Kino goes and infiltrates the Foot Clan? Uh, they're looking for their new out. lair, and Raft is like, we should be out there looking for or whatever. Shredder, I guess. No, because they don't know um, Shredder's back He doesn't back even yet. know yet. He doesn't know yet. Yeah. He's the first one to see him physically. But yeah, because he's, um, yeah, he's the whole thing where Kino and nobody sees Ra- uh, Raphael just sneaking around. <laughs> In the garbage area, I wrote that down. I'm like, how does no one notice a giant turtle sneaking around? Broad daylight. They do eventually. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just follow Keto. That, I mean, it was cool to see Keto get actually more screen time. Like, he got to do something else in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't, you know, he got to go and he get. But I was also like, when they're, when they're doing the whole try now, like, what's the chance that they would really let them put gloves on? You think they'd just be fighting, like, you know, straight up just fighting? Oh, yeah. I felt like they wouldn't have been allowed gloves. <laughs> Uh, I think it's more of the kid-friendly stuff. You can't have them yeah. just punching each other. Did you oh, guys you notice when they're outside of the, or when that guy's talking to him in a group and he's saying, like, well, this is what you got to do for the tryout, and, or if you don't, you fail. Like, Michael Jai White is in that group. He is? That is? Yeah, yeah, he's Fun. in that group. He's, that's one of his early roles. It's funny. He doesn't do anything in that part. He's just there, then. He doesn't do a damn thing. He's just an extra. But that he's a legit martial artist. Like, they should have really used him, I feel, at least in that part a little more. I wonder if they had planned, but then it got taken off for some reason. It may be. I mean, why else have him in there? I mean, this guy's a legit martial artist. <laughs> I, I would assume they had more plans for him, at least for that part. Yeah, maybe the studio got involved too. Like, no, no, too violent. Maybe. Well, or I mean, cut no, it. I'm learning. Yeah. Studios really get involved sometimes with movies and really cut stuff out. I mean, they can get bad in some movies. I mean, look at Justice League, for example. <laughs> I mean, you want to see what a studio did to a movie? You watch the Zack Snyder cut. You'll see what a studio did to the movie. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Though. I didn't. I never knew that was Michael J. White in there. Nope. Cause he's in the. He was in that Mortal Kombat thing, right? That came out the web series. Yeah, he was in that too. Yeah. Okay. His first like big starring role was that Spawn movie that came out. Yeah, how about nineties? John Leguizamo. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's really not. I I enjoy the Kino scene though. Like it, it's you know it, it's very interesting. I thought seeing him fight. Like he he can he does fight pretty good though. He's a looks like a pretty good martial artist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I, I did like that. I don't get the bell test. There's no, I don't care how great of a ninja you are. You're not moving those bells without making them ring. And not, not in that time frame. Like if you sit there and meticulously yeah, take them off, yeah. you know, maybe, but not in that speed. You can't do it fast. I feel like. No, 
Oh, you got all these dumpy other guys standing around. I was like, all these guys passed the test? Like, <laughs> no, I don't believe it. And the whole time it's just Raphael's the one that did the test? You see him hiding yeah. in the background? Oh, yeah, we work in concealment. It's a good thing, otherwise you would have been screwed for this whole plan. Because yeah, he would have probably failed the bell test, or they might have you yeah. know, seen somebody else walking over. They're like, hey, what are, what are you doing there? <laughs> Big turn. Did you did you guys pay attention to the Foot Clan extras throughout the entire movie? Like they they are so bad. Like when there's a fight going on, they have like that beat 'em up game syndrome where they're just kind of waiting in the background and they might jump in and try to fight. <laughs> but like the whole time, they're like kind of moving just their arms like putties and Power Rangers. It's so weird. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> oh, that's funny though. I'm not surprised because I mean they were very much extras, like big time extras. Imagine okay. the fight choreography in those big turtle suits is probably hard to pull off. So it's like, oh, we're just going to fight one or two guys at a time. Yeah. And then we gang up on, on, on Raphael at that point. And this or is Ralph. the second time in two movies that they've done that with Ra- with Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't but they don't beat him up like they do in the first movie. They just like they just kind of like all hold him down. And the next thing you see, him, they, he's tied up to a pole. Oh, yeah. In the first one, they put him in a, like, a coma. Yeah, they, <laughs> <there's a> difference. <laughs> they pretty much kill him. It's not a Ninja yeah, Turtles here. movie unless Raph is off on his own somewhere, because it happens in the CGI one, too. Yeah, it does. That's how it, like, starts off. He's missing. Yeah. And then the third one is Michelangelo for some reason. Kind of. We're going to mix it up. We're still going to do this bit, but it's going to be a different turtle. I will say I did like a lot of Michelangelo lines in this one. They were hilarious. <laughs> he had actually really good quotes. Like, I didn't write down the quotes because I thought I could look them up, which I can't. But they were, I, they're funny. Go on IMDb. You might find some. I was I was really enjoying all, all, all the dumb lines in this movie constantly. And Michelangelo, I, he doesn't he doesn't really get to fight, but he does do a lot of good funny scenes of just talking. Yeah. It's, he has lines that not only the kids can enjoy, but even even adults too. I mean, it, it works out pretty well. Yeah, referencing the the Karate Kid, wax on, wax off. <laughs> that was funny too. <laughs> Mouth. Look at him, he's an idiot. I mean, yeah, the voices but... did change in this movie. Donatello changed. Raphael changed. That was the biggest change for me that bothered me, though. Like, I, I didn't like the change to Raphael's voice. I thought the original actor was way better in that in that role. Yeah, I wonder if he came off as too too gruff. And he, he probably did. He's not allowed to say damn anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he could I mean, I didn't really notice it. Tiffin made a comment that they, were, that they weren't the same, like, voice actors. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Donatello in the first one was Corey Feldman. Oh yeah, yeah. He's fine. I, I actually like well for Donnie. I actually like the uh, voice change. I, I thought it was more fitting. Yeah, and they give him more to say. I don't feel like he had a whole lot of lines in the first one. Right. He's this one. He's always in the back making some kind of comment. That and he, you know, with the professor being having mm-hmm. a bigger role, he was engaging Donatello obviously a lot more. Gotta get the smart people together. So mm-hmm. he fight Toka and Razor twice, right? This movie. <laughs> Yeah, they, they got their in the ass kicked in the junkyard, and then they escape through the sewer with okay. Jordan Perry. Yeah. The junkyard scene—that's where they get—they get caught in the net. Where he like, you know, if you're gonna do a trap, it'd be right about. He looks at his watch <laughs> here, and, he's getting the net. and I'm like, that must have been a very well hidden net. <laughs> and they're looking like he's looking down too, like at his wrist. He would have saw that damn net. Yeah, good thing Splitter was there. Also, there were three dead turtles. I mean, the, the whole way of killing the turtles was to. Take him in a net, raise him a bunch of bunch of spiky objects they found <laughs> in the junkyard, and drop them on him. Yep, you got it. It's like <laughs> we don't even need Toker and Razor. We're just gonna drop him on the sharp stuff. 
you were explaining this movie to somebody that never saw it and they saw the cartoon, they would think you're you're explaining the cartoon <laughs> to them. It's yeah. very much a cartoon. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that's kind of like I, I didn't I didn't I guess I didn't realize that. That's exactly what they were going for. I mean, think about how even the comics kind of changed too around that time. You're you're talking about like TMNT, like Adventures, Archie oh, comics, God. where things lightened up way too much. When I was a kid, I really liked the adventures. And then so when I was an adult, like five years ago, I went and bought a bunch of the comics. I was like, oh, I can't wait to read these. I started opening them. I'm like, oh, my God. And that was as far as I got. So you only became an adult five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I only re- refound them five years ago. <laughs> I'm sure Tiff would argue that, that he hasn't really made it there yet. <laughs> I, put <laughs> comics, but I, have, I put comics in my wallet. Does that count? No, I, I couldn't I couldn't read adventures now. I mean I, I do miss like Mondo Gecko from back in those days and some of the stuff they introduced, <laughs> but I I couldn't go back to them. No, I mean I can read that Turtles comic that we read the I God, what is it? That we did an episode on. That's those are freaking good, but like I'm still reading them and they're still great. They're waiting for you. Some point we'll do parts of those, but someday. There's so much to talk about in those. It gets it gets wild, man. Some things you would never anticipate they would put in the series that have happened you'll be you'll be on when we do them so <laughs> but i think some other scene like when they so i i enjoyed the whole junkyard scene with them almost getting impaled by you know tools and then so, like, one arrow sharpened yeah, bumpers or something yeah they're hanging over this pit of spikes and then splinter shoots the rope and they fall and land next to it somehow i guess the wind caught him as they fell so where was um leonardo's Taz at this time. He doesn't he wasn't allowed to use the swords. <laughs> Not even on a damn rope. Nope. No swords. Get your arm out of my face. I was also thinking, couldn't they just go inside their shell and protect themselves that way? Because they go inside their shell at one point in this movie when someone gets thrown, he goes in the he goes in the shell and he, he's a bowling ball and you can hear like the stupid sound that you would hear with a bowling ball. Yeah, the pins dropping. Uh-huh. God, the sound effects are hilarious in this movie. Like, it, like yeah, cartoon. I forgot that they rescued the scientist and took him in the sewers. Mm-hmm. And that's how the antidote. Yeah. He's like, uh, actually, I'd rather not. <laughs> the antidote was, he'd rather stay there and possibly die and be kidnapped yeah, than go in that sewer. Go in a New York sewer system. I mean, we don't have anyone from New York in this podcast, but maybe New York sewer system are pretty bad. Oh, I think it's notoriously bad. Here, I hear the sewers in Connecticut are nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep throwing out quotes from the movie as we go. Hey, that's what we're here for. <laughs> it's, that's all I'm here for. But they still work. Still funny. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think that's also a test of this movie is that, you know, we were watching this as adults, and even though we're, all three of us are big Turtles fans, it was still this. It's The whole movie was fun. I We haven't gotten to my favorite part yet, but every part I was just like, oh, I'm in. I mean, like, I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of fun. I actually was really surprised at my favorite part of this movie. Really surprised me. Mike, so, I have that super shredder, by the way, you put in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> the NECA toy? I think yeah. NECA toy. Sure. Yeah, it's NECA. It can Nickelodeon owns turtles now. Yep. I, I have I have comments when we get the shredder. When we get the super shredder. I got I got things to say, but we're not there yet. I think Oh, when they, I do want to talk when they're doing the anti mute gen, they have the big pot and he's like stirring the pot and at one point he drops pizza in the pot. I always wondered if that's what caused them the other mutants to burp later on, if it was that that unaccounted for pizza slice. Just the pepperoni man. Acid reflux. <laughs> pepperoni heaven. It gets you every time. <laughs> 
Like, how does he just drops it in? Like, and then he, I think the, he tells him like to mix the pot or something, and they're just sitting there using like a little like it doesn't. It wouldn't do anything. It's an egg. So they got like a <laughs> bottle of Pepto Bismol pizza, like all kinds of weird shit they're throwing in there. <laughs> and their whole way of and their whole plan is to stop Token Razor is to give them donut. Who can give me history on that Bart Simpson cup? Because they <laughs> they feature that prominently. Oh yeah, it's right up there. But Fox didn't own this. Well, I don't understand. I don't get it at all. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it's like it just comes at that time, but still. Yeah, that was an odd one to me. Because I mean, I could see if this is a Fox property or something, but I don't think Simpsons is should. It's always been Fox until it became Disney. Right. So I don't. I don't get why they did that whole ref. Why they did that whole cup unless it's just hey, we're the nineties. Look, ha ha. 20th Century Fox produced The Simpsons and distributed this movie, so there is some kind of connection there. And they both say Calabunga, according to this random message for oh, about that. that. <laughs> oh, but you have to say, we did, one of the best lines in the movie, when they're rescued by Splinter, Leo says, That's right, Shredder, you forgot, we carry insurance. Yeah, mutual Splinter, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I laughed. <laughs> but the best line... And the entire movie and all of cinema is at the beginning of this junkyard scene. But they're sneaking in. It's like, yeah, it's quiet. A little too quiet. And then Donnie takes out the two guards. So that was easy. Yeah, a little too easy. Look, it's Raff. Yeah, a little too Raff. It's the best. I love that part. That's, I love it. Oh, man, it makes me double over every That's time. exactly what I'm talking about with Michelangelo's line. Like, <laughs> that was great. Uh, and we take off the tape and he starts yelling at him. They put the tape back on. Uh, yeah, yeah, let me get these first. <laughs> uh, he takes the table off the scientist. He's like, "Oh, that hurts!" He's like, "I'm not good at this." Like, it's just <laughs> and, and so I know. When, so what, what? Where do they fight? Oh, could they meet Razor and Tokra because oh yeah, Shredder tells him he's going to release them into Central Park, and they're like, "Where there's lots of people." They make that comment too. Yeah. And aren't they like some kind of like construction place where they meet them? But a construction yard that's being built right next to a club, yeah. like right oh, next, that's to right club. next to some docks. Yeah. And a club. <laughs> well, the club is like right outside some docks. Yeah, it's, but climbers are just. It's, just, it's being like an abandoned warehouse or something. Yeah, and they're having a concert. Like, was it a unsolicited concert? Like, like an underground <laughs> concert or something? Like, I mean, it is Vanilla Ice, so maybe yeah, it was under- this Vanilla Ice guy? Let's go see his concert in this abandoned warehouse. Hey, this is this was actually my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> God. It really was. Like this- you like the choreographed dances in there? I so I was at, I was I had questions about the hair because okay, the hair. What is your question? Vanilla Ice's hair? Oh well, their Vanilla Ice hair and the people dancing their hair. Oh, here's the nineties. Is the answer to all questions? The high tops were actually very popular around that time. I don't like 91, that. 90s, early nineties. What was that? You just cut out for that entire thing. Well, as Rich knows, I don't really like rap music at all. And that type, of, but I really enjoyed Go Ninja Go. The song that, as my wife put out, that he basically comes up with on the spot when he sees turtles fighting. It's like, oh, I can write a song about this right now. Hey, it's it's really. And he good. has a dance to go along with it. All the other guys <laughs> with him know it immediately. <laughs> I mean, the whole fight scene why, that is mostly just played for laughs that they because they already fed them the donuts and didn't work, and they're just running around this club trying to fight each other while he's singing. Yeah, good. get those pre-fight num-nums. What the hell was that one part of the dance where they all like grab the microphones in front of them and the full kick really is dumb? I was like, oh. I remember that. I was like, okay. Like this. It's the 90s. Gotta love it. But the song's still good? Oh, I'm pretty sure, right, Rick? 
I'm assuming the song wasn't even good back then. Ninja Rap? Oh, God, no. I mean, it, it was it was meant for kids. It was like no real hip-hop enthusiast is going <laughs> to back that song. I mean, it, it's purely for fun, purely for the, mu- the movie. It's not like you're going to blast this on the radio in your car somewhere. It's you know, better it's than... Work out. Better than anything in the Out of Their Shells tour that, <laughs> that the Turtles oh, did. Honestly, yes. <laughs> this is a thousand times better than anything in there. <laughs> and when I was watching this, because Tiff was watching this movie with me, but then she got tired and went to bed. And right after she went to bed, shortly after she just heard this, she's like, oh, I missed the best part of the movie. I'm like, you did, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I can't believe I, was, I, I wasn't, like, I knew, because I've, I've seen this movie before, so I knew this part was coming. I'm like, ah, oh, this is a dumb part, but I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm singing along with the stupid song and, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm actually into this. I, I will say that a lot of adults now, even people that I that are even a little bit older than me, you know, we might even be at a bar or something like that and they will say it. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it's stuck with <laughs> people for a long time. Pretty crazy. It, it's very amusing for some reason. Like, it's just a really fun little part. I mean, you got action, you got comedy, you got a song that somehow is good, but not at the same time. You've got teenage <laughs> turtles trying to suffocate a giant wolf and snapping turtle. Yeah, I mean, they do shove a fire oh, Yeah, they're straight up just cutting off the oxygen. <laughs> Those things are, are they're one step from death's door. I'd rather see somebody get hit with a nunchuck. I mean, that. <laughs> so have, oh, have man. do that with a fire extinguisher. See how that yeah. goes. <laughs> that would, you know, I, I will say that would probably be less violent because a fire extinguisher is something real that you could be doing. Yeah. Chance you have you know, a nunchuck. You like, see that when you go to any public building, your school, doctor's office, you're going to see that fire extinguisher. And you can <laughs> that thing off and do what you want. Dumbass who did it out there. I can't some dumbass I grabbed. Like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to. After this movie. Damn, damn it, Florida <laughs> man. Got to ruin it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool too. Not the dumb shit seems to happen there for some reason. Oh, yeah. At least it's where. That's most the of their dumb, of dumb shit. Yeah, that's the one that gets the most spotlight. I also have forgotten how late this movie, how late this part in the movie is. The whole ninja rap thing. Yeah, oh, it, yeah, it's, that it wraps up like pretty last, quick. What, like 15 minutes? Yeah, and they go on the stage too and dance. Yeah, and man. Do that. Yeah. Practice the art of invisibility. And somebody's like, what cool costumes, man. I love Shredder, this place. Shredder becomes a, a victim of a sound wave. Yeah, he gets mm. Marty McFly right out of there. Yeah. Or the whole part where the where the guy's like, call the police, and he's like, they love him. Don't call the police. Tell him to go. <laughs> I, don't, I was enjoying all that. A lot I mean, of ponytails in this movie. Oh too, yeah, he's got that notice. that nineties club owner rat tail. Oh yeah. Yeah. The nineties. Everyone had a ponytail in the nineties, right? Apparently. Even uh, one like the camera guy, I think, had a damn ponytail at one point. <laughs> <laughs> that was the style. I'm assuming, even though I wasn't very old enough to know better and know much in the 90s. Well, that portion of the 90s, at least. Yeah, early 90s. Oh, it's just, and then, so I so after they throw Shredder out the window, or, did he ooze on him then? He still had that one canister that never got yeah, emptied somehow? He's got did he, he had the vial, too, right? Yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah, how, the, the big canister got knocked out of his hand by Kino. Oh, okay. yeah. So how the hell do you fall in the water... Get spit with the cancer, and then your then your armor also grows with it. <laughs> Science. Know, that was my question. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. His armor. I'm like, this doesn't. This was not the armor he was wearing when he fell in here. Definitely oh, wasn't. It got it got scienced. I, I don't think that's how that's not how science works. I've been watching a lot of big <laughs> theory. I know science now. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about that. Like, hey, his armor is not like this, and I never really thought about it. But Rich is right. What he said earlier. 
He doesn't even fight the turtles in this movie. He just breaks wood. Yeah. He fights the pier. He kills himself. Suicide. He fights himself until he dies. <laughs> and also, what kind of dock has a dock underneath the dock to hold up the other dock? That's I mean, I've been on docks, and usually docks don't come with a dock underneath the dock to hold up the dock where you can fight on the dock. It's not how hey, we heard you like docks. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> It was just like I, I was like questioning that like, huh, why why is there a dock underneath why is there a dock underneath the dock? I was like, Well what's going on here? Yeah, I, I feel they could have been a little more creative with that whole entire part. Like cut down the concert BS, focus more on this epic showdown. And it, it didn't have to be a dock either. I don't know who's a, a great idea that was. But so they can jump in the water at the end. Well hey, they oh, got a great line. I love being a turtle after we just watched someone get murdered or commit yeah. suicide. They should have known what Turtles in Time did and make him so he can shoot like Hadouken fireballs and whatnot. And then fall off the... M- the he was set. more of a badass than Turtles in Time. <laughs> he was. Not badass in this part. Hey, but that they sold a lot of toys, though, I bet. Oh, yeah. I, I have that. I have it. And uh, old Kevin Nash got to be Super Shredder. That was Kevin Nash. You're damn right. Yeah. 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 For that one, one scene? Yeah. That's and he's it, got yeah. one line. <laughs> there's there's pictures out there with his helmet off and he's got a kind of like the black like eyeliner kind of deal on. You can see it's him in in the suit. Cool. I only know who he is vaguely because you introduced me to wrestling different tried to a different <laughs> time. I vaguely know. If you look at the credits, his name is right there, Super Shredder. Weird little scene. Yeah, it's still I, cool. And then Shredder never comes back then in discontinuality, does he? Because uh, he's mentioned at the end of TMNT. Where Cry says that they're gonna have to face ghosts of their past, and they're like, "Does she mean?" And they don't actually say it, but yeah, it's implied to be Shredder. Okay. So assuming well, that's the same continuity. Show back up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the animated one is the same con. It's the same. It's a sequel to this to the third movie. Is it though? I, I don't know if that's confirmed. Yeah, it's confirmed. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow! I mean, it was a good movie. I actually like that movie. But We're gonna cover it eventually after three. Oh god, that's gonna be terrible. But I need to watch it again. Uh, we also the hideout is really cool when they find the old subway hideout mm-hmm. they take over it does the job I didn't mind it and I know it's essentially for later on in the movie I mean the third movie where it really kind of play, plays a part third movie's about time travel right yep yep <laughs> I mean hey I'm, I'm glad to know I learned a, a fact that a wrestler I never knew who he was played Super Shredder <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hey if he was ever ever at a convention I, I might meet him now maybe or have him sign something just because it's called Shredder. <laughs> well, that is only acting role ever, Kevin Nash. No, he's done. No, he's, he's in a. Yeah, he's been in a few things. He was in the Longest Yard remake with a bunch of other wrestlers. Mm, they were all yeah. the guards. I guess if you're if you wrestle, you, you already know how to act. So you know. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's in that Dead or Alive movie. I really want to watch for the show. Oh yeah. Oh, he plays uh, Bass, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh wait, you're. I forgot. You're a fan of Dead or Alive, aren't you, Rich? Yeah, I don't mind it. I'm not a big fan of it but yeah i don't mind it okay at some point we're gonna do the movie on this show because i really want to watch the movie i need next year i have not seen it so i I'd, I'd <laughs> that one i've seen it it's it's fine the, all the actresses are super hot so that helps yeah i think that's all the movie has going for it you did you get up to smallville the part with the chick that can teleport alicia i think her name is yep. she i saw the two parts with her in it yeah she plays helena in in that movie my brother and I were, were big, big fans of Sarah Carter because she's she's smoking hot. <laughs> At one point, it's going to be on the show for sure. It just hasn't happened yet. But yeah. someday, once I finish doing MCU movies, someday. So, any other, so any other you should cover in Secret of the Ooze that we haven't mentioned? Oh, probably. No, probably. 
and just throw quotes out there the rest of the for like there the was, next uh, hour. There was uh suit differences in this one. Okay. They did. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, the so, animatronics kind of get worse in each movie. Yeah, oh yeah, they yeah, it gets worse each one. And the, at the beginning, you know, just Jim Henson was already mm-hmm. passed on by by this time. Um, I think they still might have been involved for this movie, but th- there was a noticeable change in, in how everybody looked. Yeah, they have an opening credit at the beginning, the Jim Henson Studios production, whatever. When did he die again? I should know this. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, the first movie came out, what, 90? This one was 91, so in between there, somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they did a good job, though. I mean, I thought the suits looked fine. I didn't really notice there was a difference. Uh, yeah, well, the, the, you could tell in the faces most. Like, uh, yeah. you know what? One thing that was cool that I noticed, I never noticed this as a kid, maybe because I was watching on something lesser than those really cool 19 inch color TVs that they had. <laughs> but Raph had um, like scarring on his shell. It was mixed hmm. and scarring in there. Everybody else's shells were relatively normal, no damage done. But oh, Raph had like battle damage on his. Well, from the first movie. Well, I mean, whether it's the first movie or just, just trying to show him as a rougher character, I tried to give him a little something different. If they just would have had him use his size, that would have worked too, though. <laughs> Maybe save him from getting his ass beat so much. <laughs> Not use his size much at all, truly. At all. Mm. That's my only... only thing he stabbed was pizza. He <laughs> catches that pizza. <laughs> that was my only complaint, though, that they don't use their weapons at all. Enough. Jim but... Hansen died in, in May of 1990, for those who are interested. Okay, also right after the first one then, around the time of the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything else we should mention about this movie. Oh, I did want to talk about Razor, where I never noticed that he's wearing a hub, like he has a hubcap for a shield, and he's wearing a radiator yeah, piece yeah. as a, or a front piece of a car, yeah. car as a chest piece. I do like yeah. that, the armor's junkyard stuff. I don't even know where they gave him that shield. Token, yeah, that, that was completely useless. He didn't even use it. No, they sold toys of it, though. I think yeah. when Raphael yeah. tries to jump kick him, he like blocks it with that, and that's that's it. Yeah, they're they're still cool though. Speaking of Tolkien Razor, like they keep introducing all these other like mutants and turtles and things. It's like why was Slash not used? Slash mm-hmm. was super cool. Then again, if you're going for cartoony, that would have been a waste. Yeah, yeah but also he's you know, more intelligent too. Yeah. Wasn't Slash later too though? No, I'm Slash expecting. came out in the uh the original comics. Also he already would have been out then by this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think maybe with the movie they were trying to do their own thing and like and stay away from the comics, even though they were borrowing, you know, borrowing heavily from the just the fact that the turtles existed. Yeah. Right. So it was more a different time. We didn't want to use the source material. Like, oh, we're better than that. We'll make our own stuff. Well, I mean, I, I did like that they explored the turtles' origins. I'm glad they went in a totally different direction than they did in the first one. <clears throat> they had something to focus on. But no rat thing in the cage. Right. Jeez. Mimicking his master's martial arts. Which isn't that from the comics? The original ones, yeah. He, well, I mean, the, the turtles in this one, they're following that origin story. They they actually, pretty early on, I, I, if I remember right, in the original comics, ended up kind of just discovering, like, TCRI and their origin, and they they kind of went through that already, too. So they are still borrowing from those original comics in a way, too. Issue 6. It's issue 6 or 7. It's really early when they when they introduce that arc. When the splitter goes missing. Yeah, you see. And you find out they're all robots, and then they're not robots, and then they're little aliens inside robots. Yeah. Yeah, you get in their cranes. Uh, that's when you put down the book. <laughs> yeah, it gets uh, yeah, it gets weird. I mean, me when it comes to turtles in sci-fi, I'm not always the biggest fan of the mix at all. 
I never realized how how heavy science fiction the original Turtles book is. It's really well, I mean, real fast. Just their origin to begin with. I mean, that, yeah, with that ooze and everything. I, the cool thing about IDW is they mix everything very well. Like the feudal Japan stuff, the um, sci-fi stuff, they, they mix it up very very well. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely cover more Turtles. IDW. Uh, the accident that made the Turtles is supposedly the same one that gave Daredevil his powers. <laughs> That too. <laughs> Is that, that. Like a joke? I mean, I know it's not real, but is that like somewhere in the comic or something? Like, I, I think it's something. I would assume it was Eastman or Laird that said it. That that's what they had originally intended. <laughs> it, was, it was the first comic was kind of like a parody, and then the the foot being a mock up of the hand from Marvel. No, I didn't think about that. That makes perfect sense, though. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say about the movie? I think we're kind of yeah. there. I think that's kind of it. Okay, let's go to shelf, stack, or box. And Mike, since it's your pick, why don't you go first? Shelf, obviously. <laughs> like, I love this movie. It's, it's one my brother and I used to watch all the time, probably more than the other two. But I don't know, man. It's like you said, it's crazy that it holds up as adults, like it, like it did when we were kids. I think we we covered it pretty well. It's still something I'll go back and watch time and time again. It's great. It probably won't be that much longer before you watch it again, huh? <laughs> probably watch it before we do three, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that's maybe a year. The way we go. Yeah. And how about you, Rich? Yeah, I think this one's obvious for me, but well, maybe. But um, no, I I would definitely shelf this. This one, this movie here, was such a big part of my childhood that it's something that even if it is bad in in a lot of parts, it's something I can't let go, and something that I'll want to revisit you know, time after time, just to kind of relive those moments. Like I played the shit out of the VHS tape that I had on this. <laughs> and I remember the Burger King, like commercials before the movie started and all that. So yeah, I would, I would definitely shelf it. Okay. I actually was torn on this one. This one's gonna, I wasn't sure what to think. Cause I was, I was enjoying the movie, but I was like, eh, I don't know. But when I got to the club scene, which I knew was coming and I started singing along with a dumb song, I didn't even know. And getting all into the movie and kind of like, it's going on a shelf for me because of that scene. And I don't know why, but that scene was great. And it shouldn't have been because I'm not, I'm not into that type of music. I'm not into that, but I was just, it was great. I don't like Vanilla. He's an idiot. No, <laughs> the scene was great. So going on the shelf because I really enjoyed it. And it's not too long. Only 88 minutes. That was, that's enough time for this movie. Oh, man. Given the movies we've been watching lately, this, this was, as Bill would say, a treat. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It really was. It, it it was short, it was sweet, it was entertaining, it was hilarious. So, yeah. Like how the colors somehow looked washed out and oversaturated at the same time. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I feel like the bandanas are way brighter than everything else. They are, especially Michelangelo's. That's like mm-hmm. a highlighter orange. <laughs> yeah, they felt brighter than the original movie. Yeah, I mean, this movie seemed bright to me because I've been watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, so everything seems bright to me right now. <laughs> well, besides, if you... It's it's a stark contrast from the first one, right? The first one was yeah. gritty as hell, dark. Mm-hmm. This one, they they really tried to change the the image of it. First one is really violent too. Mm-hmm. This one is not that violent. <laughs> Nobody gets put in a trash can, even though a guy does commit suicide by break by fighting wood and losing. So <laughs> Keno gets put in a trash can at the beginning. Oh my god! And, and he, he can't, can't get out of it. Like, come on, now. a guy who freaking <laughs> can jump kick somebody in the face and do the moves he does can't get out of a trash can. Yeah, that bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> it bothered me too. 
But uh, they must have been writing, hmm, okay, what are we going to do with this character? Well, let's put him in a trash can so he can't get out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. They put the script and there it goes. Uh, but hey, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Well, the first one is not a kid's movie. This is 100% a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I would say what we're introducing next next movie we do, but I have no idea what the next movie we do will be. Nope, no idea. I know at some point we do got to do the Power Rangers film, the Ooze right. one. <laughs> oh, the original. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> not a good one or a good one? Yes. Both. Answer yes. <laughs> I I remember that movie being entertaining. Entertaining, yeah. Entertaining. I don't know that I'd call it. it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the newer one, that was actually a good movie. Yeah. The new one's a good movie. It yeah, it was it was passable enough for me. Like I if you completely try to separate what they came from and accept it for what it is, yes. And all that beautiful Krispy Kreme ad placement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and i think it's about time to start wrapping this episode up because so we'll just start talking about something else so if you enjoyed this we do have surprisingly only three other turtle episodes on this show now <laughs> yeah that's gonna have to change we did turtles in time for episode 44 which rich was on we did the 1990 film which is film seven if you go through our thing and then we did the teenage mutant ninja turtles idw origin comic episode comic episode 19 so, if you need more turtles, God, we do not have enough turtles on the show. I don't yeah, you need more. Yes, we do. There's some really good turtles games I really want to play. Like, there's some GBA ones that are really good. Yep. Yeah, that about. So, God, what am I stumbling on plugs? I don't understand. <laughs> Definitely check those out. If you enjoyed this episode, we got tons of other film episodes that we have done, and we're going through the MCU. So, definitely go listen to those. There's lots of them. I don't even know what we're going to be at this point. I'm not even going to try to guess. So, check those out. And we do comics. We do games. Games are our bread and butter. So definitely go follow our game episodes. And if you enjoyed this, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We're on YouTube, finally. And give a shout out to our awesome intro outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Torney from ZP Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. And the last thing I should say, we have a Patreon now. So if you want to support us, please go over to our Patreon. You'll see a link in the show notes. You can throw us a buck or two. We, we have nothing special happening yet, but I figured I should start a Patreon. So there's a Patreon. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it, but it, it exists. <laughs> I know we have plans, but we haven't talked about them yet. So. so, yeah, you can sign and give us money. I don't expect you to or don't, but you can if you want to. And we'll do something with it, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got. Yeah, all right, see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.